You're listening to the Talk Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is a review on Mobile Suit Gundam 00. Mobile Suit Gundam 00 second season, and technically Gundam uh, 00 special edition, because that's technically a a recap. Not really recap, but kind of a condensed version of it in an OVA. So. Uh, but yes, we got a copy of Mobile Suit Gundam 00 second season and special edition from uh, Right Stuff and Sunrise to review for y'all. So we thank them for sending it over so we can check it out, let you guys know about it, and you guys can decide at that point if it's something you're willing to look into. So, yeah, without further ado, this is a series that is 50 episodes long, <laughs> and uh, the OVA itself, Special Edition, runs for three episodes with that are about an hour and a half each. And uh, this series originally aired back in fall 20, 2007, and it went to winter 2008, and then had like a little split season, came back in fall into winter 2009. So, uh, of course, done by Studio Sunrise, because it is a Gundam series. It is an original, so there's no source material. And the genres are action, military, sci-fi, space, drama, mecha. Which time? We're, we're back on the Gundam thing. I know, right? We had a little brief breather there, and now we now have Mobile Suit Gundam 00. We haven't watched the movie yet. There is still another one there. They had a, a movie separate... Uh, we'll probably watch that this week and let you guys know how that is as well. But um, yeah, we're 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 on the Gundam train again, and what a good one to come back onto. This is a kind of a a nice one to refresher on because I kind of like this one. So. I kind of did too. I was like, <laughs> are we bad for liking this one? Isn't this one of the ones that are considered a bad one? No, this is actually from what I've seen putting this together, this outline together is actually one of the best one or the better ones. Okay. Um, so. I can see that. That is, that is good. That is good. <laughs> I, I think it kind of lends itself to uh, probably the fan or the the success of Gundam Wing because, as we'll kind of get into, it kind of has some similarities there to Gundam Wing. So, I, I guess to jump into the story itself, for those that don't know, um, Mobile Suit Gundam it usually takes place in a kind of a, a plausible futuristic world where mankind have these gigantic mecha robots and they're often built for commercial use, but then are equipped to be more uh, combat-related, uh, uh, so to speak. 
Uh, this particular Gundam 00 takes place in a setting where it's, it's planet Earth, but mankind has started to build these things, these orbital eleva- uh, elevators that go out into space. And there's three points where these elevators are at, and that are the like three major, uh, basically the three major uh, nations or combi- combinations of nations. Uh, one is the uh, Union of the Solar Energy and Free Nations, Advanced European Union, and the Human Reform League. So these three points throughout the world, and each one of them has a, these orbital elevators, which basically connect to this new uh, energy resource that they're, uh, they're you know, pulling from space. And they kind of control Earth with these basic power sources. So everything has to go through them in order to be fueled with this new energy. And uh, at some point, there's this uh, organization that is being led by VETA, which VETA is kind of this uh, this system that is trying to – that informs a group known as the Celestial Beings in order to stop military conflicts that are happening throughout the world. And it all seems to be kind of centered around this guy, a- uh, I'm going to butcher his name, Aeolia Schenberg, I think that's how you say his name. <laughs> And as an individual, when they first are revealed, when mankind's kind of when they when they first are revealed to this secret organization known as the Celestial Beings, uh, Setsuna Sei shows up in this Gundam, beats the crap out of this guy that has this latest uh, mobile suit. Uh, they kind of start a conflict in the area, beat the crap out of everybody, and then the entire world kind of gets this little broadcast from this uh, Shenberg guy saying essentially. Yes, I, I'm trying to stop all conflicts. The celestial beings will find anybody that is uh, showing any kind of aggressive nature with their military forces, and we're going to stomp them out. So if you decide that you want to encroach on somebody with your military, we're going to beat the crap out of you, and then we're going to we're going to you know shove your face in the dirt, and that'll be done, kind of thing. So that kind of begins the whole uh, ordeal. You have these three major nations; they're all kind of going, "Who's the celestial beings?" We're still wanting to kind of do what we want to do. How can we get around them? Because they are technically really, really powerful. And uh, and maybe eventually at some point starting to build kind of anti-Gundam, anti-Celestial Beings groups that can possibly counteract this group. Getting into the secrets about what VEDA is, this kind of computer system that uh, the Celestial Beings are kind of pulling data from. Uh, the different members of them, which each member of the... Uh, that actually pilot the Gundams within this uh, Celestial Beings. They're known as Meisters, and they're all kind of selected by Veda to be pilots for this thing. And they all kind of have, like, really dark pasts that involve usually uh, being casualties to war and whatnot, so, and how they're all connected to each other. Uh, later on, getting into some other people that kind of get pulled into the mix, the groups that they have to fight against, so on and so forth, so... That is kind of the opening, and I guess you can kind of see a little similarity there to uh, Gundam Wing, because like, that's, that's my, my mention was like, I, I definitely do see that this has got a lot of inspiration from Gundam Wing. Of course, Gundam Wing was very successful, and it does kind of have that kind of borrowedness to it. It has a, a group of uh, four very handsome-looking male protagonist characters that each one pilot their own Gundam. Uh, they are basically coming in and massacring people, which just like Gundam Wing, they were like for the good part of the first part of Gundam Wing, it was just nothing but them going in and massacring people with little resistance. That's pretty much the case with Gundam 00 as well. Not to say that's a detriment. I think it's, it for me personally, it wasn't, 
that formula and that and and Gundam Wing was kind of something that they overplayed a little too much. Where I think in this one, yeah, for the most part, uh, the first season was a lot of that, but I think it quickly kind of turns a little bit. Plus, unlike Gundam Wing, I think this one has. Uh, Gundam Wing was a little bit weak on the idea that it had so much focus on that main cast that was destroying everything, where and they weren't too interesting. Whereas in this one, I think this one probably has one of the stronger main cast for a Gundam uh, series as a whole, and I think that kind of helps it, even though it does kind of borrow those things. I think the show definitely digs into the characters a lot better. I, it it definitely has thought it, it feels like the 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 writer was definitely more interested in making each one of these characters shine it, now on the downside it does have a bad habit of being very very contrived in a lot of situations i mean as i'm sure we'll get into it at some point um there is aspects of this that is very very frustrating for lack of a better term um so yeah, it but it is, it does feel like the there there's a lot of digging into the characters, their past, um, making each one of them have a moment that makes them pop from the rest of the crowd. So you don't, even though it feels like there is a lot of similar storylines between the, a lot of the characters, a lot of them, each one of them have something that it makes them very unique. Sticking with the main cast, I think what what kind of makes them excel is that they they're interwoven, which is nice. It's always nice to have characters that have past that are kind of interwoven with each other. It makes them a little bit less uh, feel less isolated to the rest of them. They don't uh, if you have characters that have like their own past and that past is kind of separate from the rest of them, it feels like they kind of hit them really quickly on an episode and then they kind of move on. They don't really feel like they connect with the other characters. Where this one, they have these pasts that are kind of interwoven or connected in some way to other characters in the cast. And then that makes them feel like they're connecting and you have a connection with the characters where, like I said, in a lot of other cases you have where characters have a backstory, they tell that backstory, and then you're like, well, I still don't see them as a unit. I don't see them as getting through something. They just kind of feel like they're together because they're part of this unit or whatever. So on the opposite end, I do think that the the only thing that's kind of – Less intriguing about the characters. I don't think this had a very strong supporting cast. I think there are some sprinkled here and there that I actually really did enjoy. I think all the members of um, of the Celestial Beings were strong characters. Uh, there was some... Uh, some of the antagonist characters were pretty solid. But then there was other characters like... Uh, the Sam... The... the, the what, was his, uh, what was his name? He, the something Samurai? He has a weird name to him. Mr. Uh, Bushido. <laughs> yeah, he was like... Yeah, Mr. Bushido was it. It was literally like, are you just literally there to be a Char stand-in because you're... you're it, 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 he was literally a character that... They, they had this whole thing where they're talking about the license, and they, these characters have licenses, and, and he was one of these characters, and it just felt like he was just kind of there just to be a strong guy that sets in and has to fight at some point. He literally had very little to do with the entire story. It was literally one case of like, holy crap, you killed somebody that I know, and then they, they put that to the side, and then it just turns into... I have a really cool looking Gundam. Let's fight. <laughs> it's like, it was, really? Is that your whole thing? The, as as far as the secondary characters for me, I think that the secondary characters were fine. I think that, and and I'm my, my problem is probably more that I'm blending them between um, secondary ca- characters and quote unquote rival characters, and then the bad guys. The bad guys sucked. I I 
I can there was legitimate think bad bad people, but yes, it, this does have kind of technically one of those setups where there really is no good guys or bad guys exactly. uh, morally because the main cast technically are mass murderers at the very beginning, <laughs> but are stopping wars by mass murdering. But yeah, you can't really you can't really say that anybody's on the good side or bad side in some regards. And it, it, it it's one of those things is it's like except for the Trinities. <laughs> yeah, it, it, there there's only certain ones out of the out of the group of you know if you want to I like I said the rivals is about the closest I would come to it and even some of them maybe one or two of them I I wish they would had dug into a bit more but really I outside of the flat out these are the guys that are, are the the bad bad guys the, which they were like well. Because this reason, and it's like, well, that that's that's not good enough. I mean, give me something for your motivation. <laughs> I hate you because of what you did to your wife. It's like, and I'm saying that purposely so I can avoid spoilers. But it's like, literally, this dude kills somebody close to him because of like the stupidest reasons. And it's like, really? Are, is that is this what we're doing? Is this what we're doing? It just felt really out of place and almost just to force this other kind of conflict to kind of. Which, I mean, is nice. There was a lot of cases where there was some very forced situation based off of kind of a uh, a chain reaction, so to speak. And th- those are always nice plot lines to have kind of this kind of chain reaction rather than just come out of nowhere. But at the same time, put a little more effort into it than just that because it, it just feels really out of place and kind of cheesy. So, But can we, we, can we acknowledge the wonder, is, the wonder that is the names in the show? Yeah. And I know that most it. of them are technically... Uh, quote-unquote uh code names like lock on stratos is technically a code name it's not a real name but they were some really weird names that's gonna say uh lock on stratos no they just did sets in a save just so that they could go sets in a f say ye ye say ye ye (laughs) (laughs) say ye that was the last episode when it opens up again like say ye 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 um Saji Crossroad, um, Ribbons Allmark, uh, Regina Regetta. A new, a new, uh, Returner. Yeah, the Returner. Yeah, that was probably one of the better ones. That was one of those ones where it's like, did, wait, her name, her first name's a new, and then Chris is like, Returner, is it, was there a new Returner? I don't know if it's, it's a new, and then she's returning, or, no, that's literally the name. Okay. We got we got some really weird uh, ideas here for what we want to put her name. Where's uh, mannequin? Phil, you don't have Phil, mannequin in here. Phil Grace. Oh, there she is, Katie Mannequin. <laughs> Phil Grace. Um. Wow. What was the other one that was? Uh, oh yeah, Hallelujah. Haptism. That's. Uh, <laughs> Haptism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hallelujah. Haptism, and then his counter personality. Hallelujah. Haptism. <laughs> it's like. Man, there was there was a lot of kind of double takes throughout this entire series, and after a while, you're kind of like, yeah, like when a new re- returner came, we still kind of laughed at it, but it was kind of one of those things, where like, not really surprised, not really, not really surprised. So, just really, really, really enjoy that aspect of it. But I guess it's also one of those things where technically it helps you kind of they're rem- they're memorable names. They're definitely out of nowhere. So that that's definitely a plus for it as well. But. It is true. It did, did make it a little bit easier to remember. Oh yeah, that's, that's plus so and so. Yeah. <laughs> plus the fact that they always said their entire name every time they referred to them, and and then when they're like they're like out in the middle, and every time they think about each other, there was like there's a whole scene where everybody kind of just jettisons out on uh, out to the battlefield, and they literally like one's like, uh, what was it? Uh, what was Maria's full name? Oh. Uh, 
uh, Maria Perry. I don't remember what her other name is, but Soma Perry's, and then it's got other persons like Luis Harvey, and then uh, what was uh, a new returner, and then <laughs> switches over to Sayin. He says Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> It's like because his lovers is Gundam. That's all there is to it. Everybody says the full name of their lovers, and then it goes to Setsuna Gundam. I'm surprised he didn't say Double O Gundam or something like that. I don't know if he had the double at the time. So, I would, speaking of which, they had some really pretty awesome uh, Gundam designs and mobile suit designs. I think I think a lot of the thrones and stuff are really really cool looking. Yeah, I I have to admit, I I think that some of the Gundams in this was absolutely phenomenal. I love the mecha designs in this show. One of my favorite uh, actual plausible dockings. <laughs> like it, it technically sucks because the the person that docks is kind of like sitting there useless, but uh, and they have some control sometimes, which doesn't make any sense. But uh, it was it was really cool to see that kind of um, the thing that popped in my head immediately was like the whole Power Rangers Green Ranger attachment to the the main. They actually set of took Power the time Rangers. to make the lasers show. To show the lasers of them actually using the lasers yeah. to yeah. aim it up. I was talking, like, cool. Talking, 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 talking. Oh, oh, by the way, speaking of Haro, uh, speaking Sundere, of it, there's best a Sundere, Haro's in this show. There's hey. a Sundere uh, Haro, and I never thought I would ever see it, which is funny because it's technically with uh, Nina Trinity, who is voiced by Rika Jimia. So I was like, okay, technically Nina at first glance, was definitely not a Sundere character, even though it was voiced by the Queen of Sunderes. At least the Haru that was with her was totally Sundere. <laughs> I got a kick out of that first kind of introduction, and that Haru sees the other Haru, and it's like, shut up, shut up, get away from me, or something like that. I was like, oh my gosh, this is totally Sundere Haru. So, so did we give up on the idea that this has any 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 similarities to Reconquista, or no? No, I think it... I think it uh... Because I think that there was only one orbital elevator in Reconquista, and they technically, well, I don't know if I want to really spoil that, but there was only one, I'll just say that there's only one elevator in Reconquista, unless they mastered the art of of orbital elevators and they realized at some point they only need one, I guess that's technically a possibility there, but... It, it, it just, it, 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 there was, I mean, when, when we first started, it was like, okay, we got, we got definitely wing in here, and we... There's a little bit of uh, Reconquista in here, and it's like, I wonder how much of each one of these writers, because I'm pretty sure they're different writers altogether. And then this person, is he taking what he learned from Wing and putting it in here, and then but never quite going into it and then going on? Or did we see if that's a different writer or no? Honestly, it's just a lot of similarities that are with Gundam Wing, and I think that's really just a case of, I mean, with everything, it's, they, they see a similarity there, and I think it's really more in um, a success and trying to play off the success. But I know that Reconquista G, uh, G is uh, written by the original creator, right. so yeah, Tomino is definitely there, and I would assume that this one was no. There's Yusuke Kurata is Gun Double O. All right, and who did the original Wing? Uh, Katsuyuki Sumizawa. So basically, so, we were just yeah, two, three different people, and each one of them. I'm I'm sure each one of them were just grabbing in from uh, ideas from each other. That's another one saying. I'm I'm sure our Gundam fans probably know, and they're probably screaming at their speakers. But mm-hmm. it's it's hard to tell exactly where Tamino has like control over the situation. Because I mean, there is cases where you obviously know his works in there, but there's also other cases where it's kind of like. 
Was he in the background? Did he approve on it? Did they pull from his original concept? And that's always kind of the question that comes up. But like I said, I think it really is truly just a wing was extremely successful. Why not kind of bank on that same idea? Which I think is mostly in the idea of uh, the male cast, main characters um, taking control. So Either way, it's, it's, it's a great show. I really, really enjoyed myself watching the show. Strangely enough, I, it, it felt good. Enough that it, it 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 kind of felt like it kicked me out of my Gundam funk, and that if that makes any any difference to anybody, I really really did enjoy myself watching the show. The characters were very engaging. Um, I it, it just was a great show. I liked it. Uh, oh, the, uh, side note, I felt like there was a different, uh, almost like they kicked up the budget in that second season. Did you know oh, that, that? That was a definite. There's a definite shift, um, budget wise. Yeah, I can definitely see that because it it left me with a wow. This was a was a pretty awesomely animated uh, series, which I don't think the beginning parts of it was bad. But yeah, it was. Um, it definitely felt like the action kind of kicked up, and they they supplied some really awesome animation with it. I I think there was definitely a shift in how the story was told, though, because. Well, I, I, this is one of the few Gundam series that I think I was enjoying the story from beginning to end. Now, I was a little bit scared at the very beginning parts because it did kind of, like I said, it did that formula of Gundam Wing where it was kind of just them constantly just destroying people over and over again. And I was really fearful, like in the first 10 or so episodes, I'm like, eh, please don't do this again. This is this isn't really. There's no weight to the situation. It just really feels like they're just coming in there and throwing down bombs and everything's done and concluded. Uh, I think it's really when when you started having uh, the people, the citizens, and within themselves, kind of eating themselves apart. The terrorist attacks that were happening uh, when it kind of ramped up that that split between the two seasons and pretty much all hell broke loose at the end of the first season and it kind of went right into the second season with a kind of a little bit of a time jump i think that was probably the point in which i was like wow this is this is actually really turned out really cool now granted it it does the best way i can put it about it once (laughs) the, the the best way i can put it is they people were dropping like flies and it was it was really kind of uh heartbreaking but I think probably this show's biggest weakness at the same time. It's like I said, I, I think it was throughout the entire thing was engaging, was great, and I was really torn apart when there was these deaths that were happening, especially, like I said, in that uh, that midpoint. But the struggle that I have coming out of it at the end of the day was its biggest flaw is that it tries, it, it, it fakes deaths too much. This show does not commit to death at all like not at all but rarely <laughs> that's what that's a huge struggle and i and i guess that can contribute it to the technology that it has within its its storyline but it's like stop showing people blow up in gundams and then have them show up two minutes later i'm tired of it like literally you're not committing to any of these deaths and you're playing them up too much so that's i think probably my my biggest struggle was probably just the 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 inability for the writer to commit to any of these deaths and there was a lot of deaths that I was really kind of like, wow, this is really kind of screwed up for the situation or whatever, for the characters to kind of deal with. So it's yeah, the was... strongest point was the mid-season point, but it also was the biggest weakness because of how much it didn't really commit to a lot of stuff. Yeah, that was my biggest frustration that I had mentioned that we would end up getting into at some point is is I think that that was probably its biggest flub 
I, I, I think that they really, really messed up on because they took away a lot of the heaviness of this show. And I'm not saying that <laughs> it, it got needed point- that heavy. It just it it it, it took a w- lot of it away. And, and I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, get to a certain part where people start dying, dropping like flies and you're going to be like, oh, none of these people are going to die because Andrew said so. No, a oh, lot of no. them did die. Somebody did die. Somebody um, did die. <laughs> It's just a no. A lot of people died. It was. It was. I mean, technically, I don't know. I don't want the numbers. Um, it's just it, it. It was a joke at some point at the very ending part of the series that I was me and Chris were having. Like, don't worry, they're all going to show up at some point. Um, the, we're we're specifically pointing out one character. Like, he's going to be. Chris was joking. Like, somebody's going to crash a plane. They're going to get out of the plane wreck, and there's going to be him standing there and with a with a wolf next to him. <laughs> yeah, with a wolf next to him, and like a crockpot or something on a campfire or something like that. And it, it, was, it was true because it was. It literally felt like, are, are they going to stick with any of these? Because I, I can see, I, no, I, some of these deaths were like, holy crap, that dude! And it's like, okay, there they are. How? They didn't even explain. It was like, there's no like jump to like, yeah, I was inside this capsule that like, ejects from the the Gundam and or the uh, from the mobile suit, and, and they saved me by doing this really crazy reconstruction of my cells or something. No, it's just literally there they are. They're in another mobile suit. Okay. And then they blow up again. I'm like, oh, there goes Team Rocket again. <laughs> They're not going to die. Anyways, I'm, I'm getting stuck on that too much. It's it's not really a big deal. Like I said, because there, there are some deaths and they are really kind of hard to struggle with or they're, they're a struggle to deal with. But I think in the end of the day, it still was a compelling story. I really enjoyed the characters. Um, and it, 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 it stuck. It, I, I was entertained the entire time with what was going on. Um, it's constantly the narrative's changing. It, it goes from the whole... Uh, piece through uh basically chaos that we've kind of mentioned with previous Gundams is kind of a an interesting common theme where you have certain characters who are uh into the and it was literally another uh, technically another character from Gundam Wing that was like that he was his thought process was uh peace through destruction and it, it was definitely a theme that they kind of brought into this one and kind of more made it more uh frontline uh to the in- entire narrative getting into the Veda Getting into the aftermath of kind of the world fighting back finally against the celestial beings, um, getting into the later parts of it and the truth behind Veda and the uh, the observers was, was pretty interesting. Well, they were observers at first, and then become the innovators. Um, spoiler, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I really definitely enjoyed it. I think probably my favorite part was definitely the. Uh, the event that took place at one of the uh, orbital elevators. I think that was probably one of the more um, uh, edge of the seat kind of moments. It was literally kind of like a lot of lives were at uh, risk there and kind of how uh, everything was kind of concluding. The, the later parts of the whole scenario was really, really kind of epic and uh, the, the sense of camaraderie that was kind of being enveloped in there, but yet still some backstabbing that was happening, even though there was technically one backstabbing that was really annoying. It was, it was a lot of really cool little scenes in that whole, uh, situation. I think it was probably one of my favorite parts of the, of the series. And, uh, I would have to agree. That was probably the most standout of the entire show was that, that, that particular grouping of scenes. Oh, and I guess I can say now, finally, there was no colony drop. It kind of technically. Was. I don't. They didn't ever. They never really had any colonies. Nope. Well, That's I surprising. think they did, but it was just that they were um, probably farther out than, all, than the all, elevator, and they didn't want to encapsulate those in the. I mean, unless, unless they didn't talk about them, I didn't see any. I mean, there was the the ones the the living spaces and the 
the, the structures that were on the actual uh, ring that went around the planets and the orbital elevators, but they I never seen anything outside of that was yeah. that was uh, uh, colonies or whatnot. I think the furthest place out they technically went was probably uh, the dark side of the moon, quote, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, let's just call it that. I that, the dark that's what side I of the was moon. Kind of, that's that's what I was kind of associating with a colony, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And the, the machine gun of uh, mobile suits. <laughs> that was so dorky. That's a lot of mobile suits. Oh, my gosh. Uh, when, you, when you could turn mobile suits into machine guns, bullets, machine gun bullets, you definitely got me there. You definitely got me there. Um, I don't think I have really anything else to go over. It's been... Uh, that was a lot of fun and definitely... Uh, I'm going to have to say this is probably one of my favorites now. I yeah, put I, it at three or four on my favorite list. I, I would definitely put it in top five. It, I'm, I'm thinking probably up there in three point. I'm, I, I would have to look through the list yeah. again to be sure that I'm not knocking something out. I know that uh, War in the Pocket was War definitely Pocket my favorite my of all favorite. time. And then the the Vietnam one was probably pretty close. Yeah, the and then the main. Series. Oh, oh yeah, Oeth MS team was definitely probably my second. No, um, shoot the. The remake of the Gundam, the original Gundam, and I'm using the entire main series as as one. I I, I don't want to cut those those apart at all. I don't I don't want to. But see, I I frustrating. I appreciate the original original Gundam, but I don't think it is one of my favorites just because exactly. it is old. But the retelling of uh, it wasn't the retelling of Gundam. It was Star Story, uh, Gundam Origins. I probably put Gundam Origins, War in the Pocket, Eighth, and then. Double O. That probably would I be, and then after that, I'm, I'm gonna have to fight. Maybe I don't know. I kind of liked uh, Turn A. I kind of like that one. That that might go there. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We'll have a whole <laughs> uh, kind of overall discussion. We're gonna probably talk about our favorite characters. Uh, favorite, probably do a top ten list of Gundams. Oh, we can maybe make, um, turn that into a, a full a full on discussion. Yeah, it's going to be a full episode. Yeah. Um, I don't know what we're at. Hint, I was hint. actually going to look at that. Um, you were saying that we were real close to the end. We are very close. So, next yeah, one we I have is... the la- You said the la- the next one is the f- last of the 60 episodes. That I know for sure. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I think it's getting close. I had a, a breakdown... Um, and they'll still they're, they're gonna keep making it. That's the problem. You'll never be done with them. You're never done with. But at least we can keep up with them from now on. <laughs> that's the whole. That's the whole point. Uh, let's see here. Completed. Yeah. So technically, seed and um, age, and then we're pretty much yeah, completely, <laughs> completely caught up. That that was my nickname for Crossroads, by the way. Saji Crossroad was Cross Age. Oh, and Fighter G. So Fighter G, Seed, and Age. And like I said, we're going to do Double O's movie, and then we'll do Age, and then Memories in Eden or something like that. So, And everything after that is really just offshoots, like the, the uh, SD Gundam stuff and the Tri-Series. So yeah, we're, uh, we're close. We're close we're to having them all We're Gundam experts. <laughs> and like I said, it's, it's, it's thanks to... Uh, uh, right stuff and sunrise for sending us copies of these so we can kind of give them reviews and let you guys know about them it's been a lot of fun kind of 
it's kind of been a, a, a two-part thing because, yes, technically we're kind of uh, talking about the series so that we can get the word out that they're being released. But at the same time, it's really cool that we're getting this opportunity to kind of go through all these uh, different Gundam series and let you guys know our take on them and uh, kind of to give a revival of the Gundam series because it's really cool that technically all these are being released again because there's it's like every time on my feed on Twitter like every couple weeks or somebody's like holy crap there's I've never thought I'd see the day that all these were released in Blu-ray format let alone uh, being released so it's really cool been cool so we definitely thank them for sending us a copy hope you guys enjoyed listening to us talk about the series Um, again it's probably gonna be one of my favorite ones of the Gundam series definitely check it out if you are interested Uh, if you're a big fan of Wing and you want kind of a little bit more of that flavor, definitely check it out. Uh, if you weren't a fan of Wing and the flaws that I mentioned that are kind of re- remedy, like the main cast, uh, give it a shot as well. Um, like I said, it's definitely definitely up there for the Gundam series for me. So, Anything else no, on I, Gundam 00? I think, I think we've hit it all. Like I said, if you were wondering, the Gundam 00 Special Edition is literally a kind of a condensed version of the... 100 or the 50 episodes you're just condensing it down to um was that like four and a half hours and um it has some extra scenes in there but mostly it's kind of condensing the series down so even if you don't want to commit to 50 episodes which yes is daunting for a lot of people there's the option of just getting the special edition and checking out the uh the ovas instead so you have two options for you there and again like i said we'll, we'll check out the movie and we'll definitely let you guys know how that turns out and uh do another review of that as well and we thank you all for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed this little review of uh, Mobile Suit Gundam 00. Uh, definitely, like I said, appreciate you guys checking us out. And we hope you all enjoyed. And again, we're at TalkingSpirit.com. You can go through all our anime, new and old. Great being the form links, top social media links on the right side. There's even a review button up there. And you can go to the G's and we'll have all of our Gundams in there. I think in the podcast series button up there as well, uh, there's a full list of all the Gundam series that we have been reviewing. So if you're a big fan of Gundam, definitely check out our other reviews for the Gundam series. And we hope you all enjoyed, and you'll take care. Oos.